Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Restoring Human podcast, where we believe humans were designed to flourish. Unfortunately, we live in a culture now... I used to read this. <laughs> we live in a culture where many of our modern conveniences work against that thriving but through intentional lifestyle decisions, we can return to an optimal state of health. I am Jarek Bakken. Dr. Alex Willow. We've been talking about the gut last week. Talked about what the gut is, how we kind of develop problems there. Now we're going to try to turn a corner a bit and talk about how to heal and talk about all of these creepy crawlies in the bacteria. It's in there yeah so we'll, i mean we'll hit on that first because that's kind of the last piece of what can go wrong with the gut um something okay. called two, two things with that there's something called dysbiosis um, which is just an abnormal balance of good bacteria to bad bacteria in your gut um, or not even necessarily really bad bacteria that's going to cause some sort of serious infection but um, what they call opportunistic bacteria so at low levels they even do some good things for us um, like yeast is one of these, so not even bacteria, um, but just other microbe. If we don't have enough of the kind of normal um, flora or bacteria, then these other ones can take the opportunity to grow and then potentially cause problems. Um, so that's one issue that can happen with um, bacteria. Um, the other thing is we can have either an overgrowth <coughs> or a just something that's not supposed to be in our gut that's there um, so this would be like E. coli people know or salmonella streptococcus staph infections all this stuff can that stuff can be in our gut and those are pathogenic bacteria so those create problems in our gut um, so if those are there then that can also lead to a lot of symptoms most of the time that's going to lead to digestive actual digestive systems or si issues <laughs> digestive system issues um, but it can also then lead to either the leaky gut that we already talked about last week, um, which is then going to lead to, to issues. So I had a, recently had a patient that has been really having some issues, um, with, um, thinks it might be rheumatoid arthritis or some other sort of joint type issue. Um, and she had a lot of testing done. One of them was a stool sample and we found this specific bad bacteria or pathogenic bacteria that was in her stool that uh, studies have shown are linked. If that's high, it's going to lead to either rheumatoid arthritis or what's called ankylosing spondylitis. So, you know, where she was going to other doctors and, um, and not really knowing what was going on, just kind of treating symptoms, trying to give her a medication to suppress her immune system so she wasn't feeling the pain. Um, we hopefully found the cause of it so mm -hmm. we can address that and then our body can heal. Um, with the overgrowth stuff, you can either have yeast overgrowth, so candida overgrowth. Mm. You can have um, just bacteria that's not supposed to thrive in your small intestine, start to thrive. That typically comes from undigested food that that bacteria eats. Um, and the more you give it food, the more it's going to grow, the more it's going to spread. Um, that's called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, or SIBO is what a lot of people know it as. Um, so all these different issues can happen just because of the bacteria levels in your gut, whether it's too many good or too many bad, um, or these opportunistic ones jump on board. 
start causing you issues. Sounds like a mess. It is. can be a mess. There's over 400 different um, strains of bacteria that they've identified. I'm sure there's way more yeah. than that. Yep. So what I just heard you say was it's not even like it's not even bad bacteria is the problem. We need more good bacteria. It's we need a healthy, balanced gut. Yeah, you need what's called bacterial diversity. So those 400 I just talked about, I meant but good bacteria or even the opportunistic ones um, that are fine if you keep them at bay. We need a whole diversity of those things. People with um, higher diversity of these bacteria are the one. Those are the centenarians. Those are the people that they've looked at at that blue zone study. Mm-hmm. People that really live the longest and are the healthiest. They have the healthiest diversity of gut bacteria. They did this study where they took kids in Africa that are just growing up in the woods, and they took their bacterial diversity compared to kids of the same age that grew up in Europe and urban um, areas, and it was drastically different. Yeah. Um, the diversity of the kids in Africa was way better than the kids in Europe. Um, and obviously you compare their health and there's sure. drastic, drastic difference in their health. So how do we, how do we get a diverse gut? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the number one thing would be preserving the bacteria that's already there. So kind of how life should happen is mom should be healthy. Mom should have good bacteria um, in her body. So she should have the proper, she shouldn't have any dysbiosis, right? That we talked about. She shouldn't have any yeast overgrowth, bacteria overgrowth. Um, and then just full of good probiotics, um, or good flora, good bacteria in her body. And then when she delivers a child, that's the first kind of injection of good bacteria that a child is supposed to get, um, through the vaginal canal. Um, I think it's like 35%. Around 30% of births now in the United States are C-section. So those babies are now exposed to the air. So now they're exposed to also bacteria, but not the bacteria that they were intended to be exposed to day one of life or, you know, first second of life even. Mm -hmm. Um, So they kind of start off with not only not all the good bacteria that was supposed to be given to them through mom, they're starting off with bad bacteria on their body or in their body because they're exposed to that air right away. Um... So that's kind of where it starts. And then through breastfeeding is also um, where mom passes on a lot of the bacteria that's happening, that's you know in her body. She's giving that to the child. Um, we are supposed to play in the dirt to get and you know, be exposed to bacteria. We're supposed to um, just be outside and not be so you know freaked out about germs. We're supposed to be around all this stuff. And the more we're around it, the better diversity is going to happen. And then foods that are grown in the ground or also have dirt on them. So this is, you've mentioned that book that yeah. Shax was talking about a couple different times um, called Eat Dirt. Um, that's not necessarily meaning eating dirt. It's eating foods that are grown in the dirt or eating, taking probiotics that are soil-based organisms. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would, you know, if we're living the life that we are trying to encourage people to live the way they used to live or the way somebody would live, you know, in in Africa where they're more involved with nature and eating real food, they're going to have good levels of and diverse um, diversity of these bacteria that's in the gut. Yeah. I want to back up just slightly. Um, 
because two of the things that you kind of just buzzed over are probably highly controversial. Um, what you described was the perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. And included in that were a, for lack of a better word, natural birth and a breastfed child. What I don't want people to hear is that C-sections are bad, non-breastfed babies are bad. Um, like the ability to birth a live child amidst other compromised like scenarios, situations, circumstances, that's a phenomenal thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like while there's probably situations where it's like if it's a, a voluntary thing, like yes, there's some muddy water there, but like I don't want people to hear you know, this is a bad thing. It it's it's one of those places where we talked early on about the kind of more emergency form of healthcare. It's a great thing we figured out how to do and preserve life. Right. You know? right. So wanted to say that very similar thing with the breastfeeding. It's like kids are <laughs> anything but linear uh, and sometimes circumstances don't work out for that to happen. Like, uh, this is far more of a spiritual statement, but it's something that I always come back to thinking about things like this. It's like where, where the ideal is lacking, grace abounds and we can deal with things in other ways. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, I think it's definitely important for the, for people to, cause I think, you know, um, that high rate of C-section that I talked about, a lot of that is voluntary. Sure, sure. Right? It's not emergency sure. C-sections that are done. So um, if people actually knew the the long-term effects of not mm-hmm. birthing a child vaginally, then yeah. there would be a lot less of those voluntary yeah. um, C-sections happening. Yeah. But 100%, if, if it's an emergency situation and <laughs> you're deciding whether I'm going to actually have my child be born alive or be born with good bacteria, of course you're going right. to have your child be born alive and, and hopefully... As you said, grace abounds. Yeah. Uh, there can be um, interventions after that to, to bring that child to reach its you know, health potential. Um, but, yeah, those are just, a, a, that's, like you said, kind of ideal what yeah. would happen. But then it doesn't stop there. It's not like, you know, if you were delivered vaginally and you were breastfed and you played in the dirt all the time and you ate real food when you were younger, it's not like, oh, I'm set for life. Sure. You know, that's stuff that always has to be sure. happening. Um, you're really, you're what's called the microbiome. So kind of the, that whole state of your digestive tract as it comes to bacteria, um, that can change in 24 hours, you know, that can change from everything that we talk about, right? Uh-huh. Bad sleep, stress, not exercising, eating bad food and, and you know, everything else, we toxicity of all the stuff we talk about that can change your microbiome for the bad, but it could also be changed for the good if you do the right stuff. So, um, yeah, it's not like you, we can ever stop doing this. Yeah. So there's not only are there 
ideals that we're, a lot of us are probably not hitting. Most of us are on the extreme negative side of that, and we probably need some extra things beyond just what's normal. Yeah. What are what are some of those types of things? What are some of the things that we can do to improve it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I haven't even finished the. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I haven't even finished the. <laughs> what we need to avoid. I haven't even gotten to the good yet. What we need to avoid. <laughs> <clears throat> so that, yeah, it's kind of how life starts off. So doing those things to avoid um, creating dysbiosis or creating the overgrowth. Um, but then there's so many antibiotics. Okay. Um, okay. So people taking antibiotics when they're sick. Um, there's antibacterial soaps that people put all over their hands. Um, but then most of the antibiotics, I think it's like, it's a crazy number. It's like 80 or 90% of the antibiotics aren't actually used for infections that are used for the food that we eat mm-hmm. to put in. Um, they're injected into cows or other livestock to uh, fatten them up and to prevent, you know, basically get the cow to slaughter, you know, keep them alive enough from mm-hmm. dying from an infection to get them to slaughter. So if we're eating, you know, non-organic food, specifically animal products, then we're getting a lot of antibiotics in our body, mm-hmm. which is just going to throw this... Um, the proper microbiome off a lot but now now what can we do <laughs> continue avoiding all those things as much as you can right and again not saying that you know you're never gonna have to use an antibiotic but you know that should be worst case scenario sure um if you could do other things to prevent that from happening again i think the the just the the ease that we have of taking an antibiotic is because we don't have an understanding of how important having good bacteria in our gut is um but you just, you I mean, you literally destroy them when you take an, an antibiotic, and it's very difficult to get the diversity back. Um, but probiotics, um, I think everybody's probably heard of probiotics now. We can take those um, as a supplement, which can be helpful. Obviously, there's going to be better probiotics than others. Um, there's some specific things we can talk about with probiotics. Maybe we'll wait till we talk about supplements to get into specifics about that. But then there's eating fermented foods that are just developing their own probiotics that would be things like kind of lower level would be yogurt kefir would be another level to that there's things like kimchi sauerkraut um, kombucha tea Mm -hmm. all these things are fermented so they're going to have good um, bacteria in them um, so that can help with the diversity there is continuing to be outside in nature and play in the dirt there is having pets that you're interacting with physical physically that have been outside playing in the dirt um there is um, what are called prebiotics. So you can take probiotics to try to restore the population of the gut bacteria, but you can also take or just eat prebiotics, which feed the ones that are already there. And like I talked about with the bad bacteria, if they're eating food, they're going to thrive. Well, if you're feeding the good stuff, the good stuff, then they're going to thrive. So you can increase diversity as well as population numbers of the good bacteria with prebiotics. Um, so those would be things like polyphenols, things that are in garlic and onions and curcumin and leeks and all kind of other weird stuff. Um, is that is that coffee too? Coffee has a lot of polyphenols. Green tea has a lot of polyphenols. Wine even has polyphenols. Ooh. Resveratrol, which is one of them that's in wine. Um, so yeah, feeding your bacteria that. And then there's something called resistant starch that is... Uh, in like so potato starch would be a resistant starch um there's a number of different things like that inulin is another 
prebiotic. Um, mm-hmm. Oligosaccharides is another prebiotic. So these are all things that we can feed ourselves to allow the, the bacteria to thrive. So that's kind of what the point of fiber. Fiber obviously helps with gut motility and that. That's what most people know fibers for. If you don't right. eat fiber, you're backed up. But fiber feeds the bacteria. Um, that's its main job. So that's what if you're feeding it the right stuff, they're going to thrive and it's going to keep your gut healthy. So, yeah, those are some things that you could do from a bacteria standpoint. So get outside, get in the dirt. We can be supplementing over the top with stuff like probiotics, prebiotics, Mm -hmm. eating fermented foods, drinking fermented drinks, all those things. Yep. Cool. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry to cut this short, but we're really pushing our time here. We're definitely not done talking about this. (laughs) So uh, stay tuned for more on this. Do you want to tease other areas that you would want to get into? Yeah, I would like to. I mean, there's if anybody has any sort of specifically autoimmune disease or Ah. headaches, skin issues, anything that really, um, from what we've already talked about, could be linked back to the gut, which is really any any health issue. If you have a health (laughs) issue, it's back to the gut. There's... Really, four basic things that you need to do to heal your gut. Um, and if it's not to a point where you have some sort of foam blown disease, it's pretty easy to do. So, we'll get into that. Cool. Next time. Sweet. Thanks again. Brought to you by Great Air Improvement Chiropractic. Go to that word slash restoringhuman.com. Not restoringhuman.com. I shouldn't have tried to rush this. Great River Family Chiropractic.com slash restoringhuman. Get yourself a free chiropractic consultation with this guy right here. I thought you were flexing. Oh, pulling your arms up. <laughs> oh. <laughs>